She's good. Hey, everybody. Welcome to She's Good, uh, a podcast about women's sports. Uh, my name is Julia. I'm Mary Beth. Today we're talking about... <laughs> Sorry, wait. Usually there's another... We do have here. to explain that Katie is missing. We no, we should. Just... We should. But what we should say is that she did perish. She did. Yes, of course. Um, Which is so odd that... You know, and, and I think in her honor, we are just continuing this podcast. Um, and it's weird that the way we found out is she texted us and told us that she, she did perish. That she perished. <laughs> she did. Yeah. So she did. And well, we and were she sad. Wanted us to know, yeah, we're sad. And she wanted us to know that she she is alive and well, but also did perish. <laughs> she absolutely perished. Yeah. But she absolutely is still perish. alive and well. Well, well is well you know is, is her, power, her her power situation is not well yeah and so perish she, she did so anyway we're gonna we're gonna continue on without her and we're gonna i'll be all the better for it i hope she doesn't listen to this <laughs> she's definitely gonna listen to it immediately all right so everybody this is a katie we're doing our best we fall apart without you <laughs> no no we're 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 moving it along. We got we got this <laughs> without Katie. Um, uh, today's going to be a quick one because it's just an Olympics recap episode. We want to give you all the um, news and, you know, stuff moves so quickly during this uh, uh, fateful event we call the Olympics that we want to give you um, updates quicker than we can schedule <laughs> recordings. Um, so, yeah. So we're doing it. I really am interested to see how on track we stay without Katie <laughs> moving us along. This will be yeah, we fascinating. Gave her, we gave ourselves a time limit. We're already like basically over it. So we passed it. <laughs> oh, um, all right. My, I guess my question is: we've got we've got some sports to update on. The first thing that happened was USA softball. The first game they kicked off yeah. the the whole Olympics. Yeah, uh, which softball was first. Which for for people that don't don't follow the Olympics that closely, they actually started several days like in the middle of the week or the beginning of last week, even though the opening ceremony was several days later. Like the, a lot of the team sports already started because they have tournaments and they have to be able to finish the tournament. Totally. So that's why we're already when you're wondering why are we so deep into like softball and soccer? That is the answer. It already started a couple of days ago before. Yeah, and to be clear, we are we are recording this on Sunday, July twenty fifth, um, and our hope is to record it on this exact day or potentially very early tomorrow morning. Um, so yeah, I mean, softball's already what? Did you say four games in? Yeah, they're four games in. Softball ends on Tuesday, so in uh, just ends a couple of on days. Tuesday. Mm -hmm. That's not so. Yeah. The first game was the the very first game was Japan versus I don't recall who. Oh, I, I do know this. I do know this. Australia. Australia. Okay, that seems right. Um, <laughs> I, I, <trust laughs> I actually you. did watch that. <laughs> oh, did you? <laughs> crazy nice. Of events. Uh, I watched. Yeah, I've watched the USA games, and then I watched part of um, Japan versus Canada. Okay. Uh, where that game went into extra innings, and I think Japan ended up winning but uh usa softball is four and oh um they play japan tonight which japan is currently ranked first um also undefeated i believe well i guess i don't know what has happened since i last 
went to sleep because I just woke up everybody. It's 1.30 p.m. But <laughs> I was watching the Olympics until 4 a.m. So I don't know like what happened in between. I, but last I saw, Japan was also undefeated and we play them. USA plays them tonight at 9 p.m. I don't know um, a damn thing about anything, but Japan did look really good. Yeah, and I believe they are. And I do know that some of the U.S. players, at least one of their pitchers, so they've had two pitchers, um, Kat Osterman, who we love, Talk and um, Monica Abbott, I believe is her name. And Monica Abbott plays in Japan. Like, that's the league she plays for. Oh. So I don't know. I assume Kat Osterman will be pitching today anyway. Okay. Because... Oh, yeah. Because they don't want they don't want Monica Abbott to start throwing the game because she actually wants her friends in Japan. She to put leave. bats on it, but really, actually, the reason is she pitched yesterday. Yeah, yeah, yeah. would make you got to rest those arms. Uh, but who's who, but also that? <laughs> um, so I, they'll beat Japan, and then um, the medal games are Tuesday at some point. I think Tuesday morning. Cool. So cool. We'll okay. So that goes, that goes quite quick. I mean, those games, they can play yeah. like a day, uh, with just a day of rest, which is sort of wild, but it's really just the pitchers that need to rest. Yeah. Well, anyway, let's go team yesterday. USA. Like they, I mean, I guess in Japan, it was like one at night and one in the morning, but for me, it was yeah two in the same day. Okay. Yeah. And it should be mentioned that anybody who's watching any Olympic games at any time, hats off to you because these times are <laughs> truly <amazing. laughs> this is what i've been training my entire life for yes <laughs> the, the colbic sleep schedule it works perfectly for across the world olympics wake up at 4 a.m take a quick nap wake up <laughs> wake up at 1 p.m <laughs> truly truly it's an Peace olympic event to watch these events and honestly mary beth is in the lead <laughs> Laura, I, honestly, Laura might get the gold and I get the silver because I am completely, I, during the soccer game was like incoherent. <laughs> yeah, well, let's move to soccer because these games, okay. we've had, we had a 4.30 a.m. game to start us mm -hmm. off. Probably people are updated on this already, yeah. but we're going to get into Which, it. And then a 7.30 a.m. So seven, yeah. well, <laughs> anyway. We'll start with the 4.30 a.m. game. This was their first group game, which means not knockout round yet. Thank freaking God. Mm -hmm. Um but it's their group is USA, Sweden, um, New Zealand, and Australia. So they yeah, started and for but for those that listen to us, you know that the U.S. struggles with Sweden already, and you know we were unsure of what would happen mm -hmm. in that game. Julia, do you want to do the big reveal? I guess I could do the big reveal, <laughs> guys. It was a three nothing loss, um, <laughs> and it was a bad loss I, th I think i think what the score should have been was about seven uh to nothing maybe um, seven to one there was maybe. there was one that they deserved to get and they sure, just sure, sure, sure. barely missed yep yep um yeah but it was a it was a horrible showing by the u.s women's yeah. national team and that's not i mean that's not crazy like they've they've gone undefeated for the last like two years um, yeah, I did calculate in, in the past, They of the games, the last like 45 games they played, they won 98% of them. That was their only loss. Yeah, so yeah. <laughs> that's delightful. Also, though, I will say this, and I know that you and Katie were like in full mourning for this loss, but I was like, guys, that was so fun to watch. <laughs> 
<laughs> Sorry, U.S. national team. But it really was like, had it been roles reversed and we were watching that game, we we would have loved that game, right? Like it was exciting to watch. It was so like fast paced. It was fast paced, mm-hmm. and like there was an answer to everything that the U.S. tried. Like Sweden yes. was all over them. And so had it been roles reversed, like that would have been such a great game. Oh, absolutely. So, yeah, I just of, thought it was exciting to watch. In terms of watching a game where uh, a team does everything right and another team does everything wrong, it was pure perfection. It was, that is what was we saw. so good. And yeah, truly did, like every everything they, they planned tactically, which uh, don't ask me to explain anything because I, even as a soccer player, I understand nothing um but everything they came with i mean they it, it they they executed perfectly and the u.s yeah. did nothing the, the u.s did nothing all over the field there was they were just bad bad, bad. it was wild it was wild and i kept being like no they're gonna come like they yeah. did when they started subbing people they did a little bit better yes like yes which is what what makes me think it was very much a mental issue like they were so in their heads um i mean also sweden is good i do not want to that like we've been laughing about how everyone keeps saying that like the u.s fell apart but will not say that sweden is good but sweden is so good giving credit to sweden sweden has been good every single time the u.s plays sweden sweden has been but no i don't mean like us specifically i mean like the media if you watch it like the like the commentators will be like say how everything the u.s is doing is terrible and that's why they're losing and then at the very end they'll go but but like credit to sweden but credit credit to sweden i think they're saying i think they are doing i mean we are listening to u.s broadcasts that should be said of course yes but i think they are i don't know in my in my opinion they are maybe not giving enough credit to sweden because i think sweden could win this entire tournament and maybe should Yes, but I do um, believe that they just like know how to match the U.S. very well, and I think that no, yes. like everyone makes excuses for the U.S. a little bit without just saying Sweden knows how to dominate the U.S. and they do it like every time, every single but, time. It just shouldn't be a surprise anymore. And also, yeah. you know what else shouldn't be a surprise? So I mean, U.S. has been playing these games. Julie Ertz is one of the subs that came in in the second half. She's worth mentioning because. She plays in a defensive um, midfield position where no one else on the team is capable. No one else on the Olympic roster is capable mm-hmm. of playing that position. So without her, they are really lacking. She's been injured. They've been like filling in, but you can tell she, you could miss her presence, I would yes. say. Yes. So Sweden has been watching all these like um, friendly matches before the Olympics and being like, okay, there's the gaps. There's the gaps. There's the gaps. And <laughs> right. there was absolutely no difference in Flacco's um strategy when playing yeah. Sweden so they were like okay here's how we're gonna um there, there, there was just like no no tactical technical like changes from these friendlies to playing Sweden which was like insanity because Sweden is gonna is gonna capitalize on that weakness like you can't yeah. just play Lindsay Horan in that in that position trying to fill in for Julie Ertz thinking it's going to be fine against a team like Sweden and am I correct that Sweden did change like yes yes so like not only so on top of the U.S. not changing they then were not like probably expecting Sweden to play differently than they 
totally normally sweden overloaded the side of crystal dunn arguably the best player on the field where she could do nothing and also had a lot of trouble defensively because they overloaded her side of the field so usually crystal dunn is an impeccable defender and then also does so much for the attack too and she was able to do neither of either because the u.s was not able to like account for sweden overloading her side um and and just like yeah rendering her essentially useless yes i think they absolutely did their homework and what i i don't know if this is even possible like structure wise with the tournament but in my dreams we have like a a gold medal match us versus sweden and we have like a full like disney film ending (laughs) (laughs) that will be so like that's what i like instantly i was talking about how i was excited because instantly that loss added so much drama and excitement to the tournament uh because i love not knowing what's going to happen and so that was it instantly made it like exciting and like more of a challenge and i i agree with you it's a good thing the u.s needed this you mary so for the record if you've been listening to this you know mary beth has been saying this that the u.s was bound to lose at some (laughs) point i did i would happen at the olympics (laughs) it was gonna happen when it counts and it totally absolutely did so i'm with you that it's a good thing like I almost want to do a bit about every analyst being like, this is a good thing for the U.S. It's like, ultimately, like, this is a good thing. But honestly, what makes me stressed out is that, like, it's not that they had a bad game. It's that they may not win this thing. And I really want them to yeah, win yeah. this thing because, again, if you've been listening to us, you know this. The U- no team has ever gone back to back winning the World Cup and the Olympics. And I just think that this U.S. team, like, it would be so cool if they did it. It would be yeah. Disney movie worthy. Um, but alas, I my fear is that they will not do it. I worry that it's not just a bad game. It's that they are not capable of doing it. <laughs> and and I, ho- I stand by the words that I said in the last podcast. They are absolutely, like, skill-wise capable of winning this. I just don't know yeah. if they will pull it off. And and we will see what happens. I think that like it could go either way. It depends on like I think it depends on like how mentally they are into the like where their heads are at going into the like if they I presumably I feel like there's like one scenario where they would not make it to the knockout rounds. And I feel like it's if they lose and then the other the third place teams of the other groups win maybe i don't know i figured it out with laura yesterday but okay um likely they will go on to the knockout rounds and then it'll be playing the harder the other like teams that are ranked highly so yeah um, we should say before we move on they did win their game yesterday morning yeah um six to one and they had four goals that were counted offside so they did not count so it could have possibly had they just not been offside been 10 to 1 like it was yeah they, it was they played sound, new zealand a sound a sound defeat against new zealand and yes even though i don't think they came out and were like um looked like the best team in the world against new zealand they I certainly yeah. came back and i think they executed what they needed to be doing against new zealand um and I, I do think it gave them confidence after their loss, like winning, totally. uh, getting a big win after getting their butts kicked, I think was also crucial for them. Yes. And everybody was like, I'm so sorry, New Zealand. Like, 
you know what's about to happen. This team does not um, take losses lightly, and they will be coming for your asses. Um, right. And New Zealand is the, also... the worst team in the... Good. Also, they're very good, but they're, they are yeah. the um, worst team in the, in the group. So it was sort of inevitable that the U.S. was yeah. going to take get a, a beating to, to them. To New Zealand's credit, though, they had not played together in 16 months. Like, they were not able to meet during COVID. New oh. Zealand doesn't have a league, so anyone that's based in New Zealand just hadn't been playing. Yeah. And then I know that a couple of the NWSL, I think it was, was it both Allie Riley and Abby Ersig were the yeah. ones that weren't allowed to be released. Mm -hmm. So they just, like, just got there. <laughs> yeah. And we have to move on, but it is it is worth mentioning yes. that, like, oh, this is so stupid because those two players are, are New Zealand um, national team players, but they also play in the NWSL in the U.S. And weirdly, like, um, they both play for the Pride? No. No, I think Abby Ersig plays for the Courage. Okay, that sounds right. But Allie Riley, I think, plays for the Pride. Either way, everybody else who plays for um, national teams elsewhere were in, in the NWSL were able to be released and join their teams for the Olympics on time, early, whatever. Except for these two players who play for New yeah. Zealand. For some reason, they weren't... <laughs> yeah. People were like, even no, no, we're going to keep it for a couple yeah. more games. <laughs> there were even players on those teams that were released for the Olympics, but those two were not allowed to go for whatever reason. So, and so the thought that is that, like... oh, well, it's New Zealand, like yeah. that sort of vibe. We're like, that sucks. And I know New which Zealand's is coach yes. Tom Shimani was like super <laughs> pissed about it, which cool. Right US. Yeah. Um, yes. I do think that, that we should, should, pop into the, the next few sports but also i guarantee that we will talk about more about this stuff yes we eventually and, have and, a full uh, 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 we, we we genuinely have to move on if we want to stick to our time which we're already not but <laughs> um listen to there's two podcasts that i really would um advise well three um one is diaspora united um it's wherever you find your podcast they center uh their conversations around uh, black female soccer players and it is really awesome they have a, a a great breakdown of what happened um in u.s against sweden the gist of it is also a good uh women's sports podcast and they have a uh nice episode on women's soccer thus far in the olympics and then the athletic with oh no 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 full time with meg linehan it's an athletic uh the, a podcast by the athletic and she always has um great insight give them a listen and then uh the last game of the knockout rounds is tuesday at 4 a.m eastern standard time is that correct oh, yeah. i think so i think that i'm gonna thrive for that one i for some reason did so well with the 4 30 game but the 7 31 could not handle it i was so tired i kept trying to like do math and i just like couldn't get it, it like basic math when i was like trying to figure things out and i just could not handle numbers at that time of day so god damn uh, yeah i'm not looking forward to this one uh, uh 7 30 actually ended up being fine for me and 4 30 <laughs> well i fell asleep you fell asleep time. you didn't <laughs> miss it like an avenue <laughs> <But it's> <laughs> you did fine. wake up to the the loss last thing uh, i'll say on this is my 
I do, I, I do still believe that my Abby Doll Kemper jersey is cursed. Um, <laughs> she's been playing simply off of, awfully <laughs> since I've purchased this jersey. Since I've received this jersey, it took about three months to receive after purchasing. Um, and I have not burned it yet because I spent a lot of money on it. Um, <laughs> but I do think that it is cursed. And that's all I'll say about that. So basketball, let's move on to three on three basketball. Uh, the U.S. is playing well. Yeah, they do know they won at least a game. I honestly did not watch it because I was still asleep from watching the 7.30 a.m. And that makes sense. <laughs> Soccer game. So this three-on-three uh, three basketball is super cool. They play half court like you would at, if you watch anybody play pickup at, like, the gym yeah. or whatever. Um, and it's I, it's so exciting. So I've only watched clips. I didn't watch it either. But, yeah, um, yeah their team is awesome. And... Uh, uh, Jill Biden has been at a lot of these games, honestly, but she was at that yeah. game, and and which I think is so cool that she was at a three, three basketball game. <laughs> that, oh, is, so cool. that is cool. Um, yeah, I, I am told it's very fast paced. There's four people on the team, uh, and they, but three people obviously on the court at any given time. They swap out a lot. Uh, and is it so to my understanding and Julia, if you, I think you kind of thought this was correct as well. There's like a, a time of like 10 minutes or something that they have to get to a certain amount of points and whoever gets their first wins. Mm -hmm. um, so um, my update was that the U.S. won their first game in like seven minutes or something yeah, um, they, around they there. This is France, all I think. I don't know. <laughs> this is all hearsay from when I rolled out of bed yesterday. So uh, is anyone sure feel free to France, fact check yes. me. <laughs> no, between uh, us, we can really, really get there, Mary Beth. I'm, I'm, I'm sure of it. <laughs> this is where this is where we miss Katie because Katie always knows the answers to like those details. Katie's going to record her own podcast us. individually, her own episode, and she's going to correct everything you've been saying. <laughs> <laughs> she's going to be like, no, they lost actually, and they were playing Germany, and <laughs> like, I don't know what else. And it watching. actually, the game takes four hours. Uh, she will record it from Beyond the Grave because she has yeah. Oh, and she has perished. Yeah. <laughs> um, um, water polo, tell us about that. Water polo. I caught a little bit of the water polo game. Also, like all of these are in the middle of the night, of course, but um, I caught a little bit of that. This was uh, the U.S.'s first water polo game. I don't know if they've played again since then, but they played against Japan and they won 25 to 4, which broke the Olympic record um for several things but including like biggest margin of win and like most points scored in a half and all this stuff all these olympic records they they destroyed and then three hours later um i don't know if it's three just a few hours later um spain beat south africa 29 to 4 and then rebroke all of their records <laughs> oh my god that's so funny yeah it's Isn't like it's wild? like Steve Prefontaine with a four minute mile. Once once it happens, it's like, yeah, actually that was super easy. And your friend in middle school can run a four minute mile. So <laughs> that's honestly true. I feel like. Yeah. Uh, speaking I do feel of like I had a friend in like fifth grade that was running the mile that fast. And I was like, it. you're insane. Stop it. Absolutely. Stop <clears throat> it. Oh, my God. Speaking of records being broken, uh, the first U.S. fencer, man or woman, to ever uh, win gold, um, Lee Kiefer. She won um, 
the other day. I don't know what the other day is, but you can watch that clip. Oh <laughs> it was my gosh, it's incredible to watch fencing. I have no idea what's going on. There's no way to know who won a point, um, but it is very cool. <laughs> fencing does, when you think about fencing, you're like, oh, like, what is this like? rich person like hoity-toity what is this sport um listen if it's good enough for Hallie and Annie it's good enough for me first Absolutely. of all however like when you think about it like this sport is sword fighting like that's so cool why don't we all learn how to fence I want yeah. to go like learn how to fence right now yeah yeah <laughs> you just realize that it's sword fighting <laughs> no you have you guys have to watch this though go look it up because like truly they're wearing like like vests that tell you when it's almost like laser tag when it gets like touched with the tip of the, mm -hmm. the sword then it like lights up or something so you know you lost that point it's truly absolutely nuts and and lee Kiefer especially is very exciting to watch because every time she wins a point she like pumps her fists and stuff and it's just <laughs> like i cried watching her like win <laughs> <laughs> I don't know anything about fencing except for Hallie and Annie. And I did cry at her hugging her coach because um, of how hard they say she was working. <laughs> oh, I'm happy for her. Yeah. Let's all become fencers. Let's all take fencing lessons. Uh, Laura and I were looking up um, because it turns out, so handball exists. I don't know if you ever watch handball, but it's like um, um, a mix between like basketball and soccer and kind of hockey also. Okay. Yeah. Um, as in fact, if you look it up, that's the description of it. I know because we looked it up yesterday, but it looks, it looks like I would have said basketball and soccer. Um, yes. We however, like the US... Sometimes for practices at, for soccer. Oh yeah. So, so the U S only ever makes it into handball, Olympic handball, if they're the host and it's because the host has to be allowed to have a team. <laughs> so oh God, we've so been funny. looking into how how we could get into handball and like just focus all our time in handball and then go to the olympics in la for handball oh my God, that's because so they have to let us be on they have to have a team and if we can get good enough to be on the team that like nobody plays that sport in the u.s i'm sure people do but like no there's yeah. better chances at that than any other olympic sport i feel okay you heard it here first july 25th 2021 mary beth and i are gonna um well, quit everything else we're doing and devote our time to becoming handball players. In twenty in twenty twenty eight, when I'll be forty one years old, <laughs> I will be going to the Olympics for handball. <laughs> Mark our literal words right now, everybody. If you don't see you us at the Olympics in twenty twenty eight, then something <laughs> something happened. <laughs> it will be it it we we will be there. Uh, man. Um, All right. Soccer What's play the first match game? Yes. I don't know what you call them. I seriously don't after all this time. She, she won her first round. Um, okay. Match would be correct. Match is made up of sets, is made up of games. Yes, I yes, believe. Games have match. Games have um, match. <clears throat> uh, match. Yeah, she, she won yesterday, I think. And also, as everyone probably knows by now, she lit that cauldron, that Olympic cauldron. She did oh, it. Yeah. Yeah, that was very cool, and her braids looked fire, no pun intended. Oh, she just rocks nice. in every single way, and she's awesome. And Sue Bird carried the um, flag for Team yeah. USA. So two two women got to do these awesome things for Team Team USA, and it's like super cool. 
Also, something that I found funny was how obsessed Twitter is with Sue Bird's mom's boyfriend, who was oh. showed on the broadcast of the Olympic ceremony. His name is Terry Dank. He's just go look on, just go search Harry Dank on Twitter. He's just like a regular old man. <laughs> like there's nothing special about him, but he just like sat in his chair, not saying anything. And the, and the Twitter was obsessed. Um, so hopefully oh, he'll be featured in whatever Olympic film results from there. He is. Everyone's like, we need to know more about Harry Dank. <laughs> we need to know more about Harry Dank. Who um, Bird's mom's boyfriend? <laughs> I gotta tell my kids this is Harry Dank. Very much Bernie vibes. Oh my god, this is so much. great. Uh, but the opening ceremonies were—I um, don't know if you watched any of them—but the best part, because it's like four hours of just people walking. Uh, the best part was they did like this tribute to like the little pictograms that they use for um, to to depict what sport is which. Do you know what I'm talking about? You know how there's always little picture um, when they like if you watch the sport, it'll be like swimming. And then there's like a little kind of like emoji thing next to it of someone swimming. Yeah, it's I'm going to urge everybody to <laughs> literally go look up Harry Dank right now on Twitter because it is everything I was hoping for and I'm getting really distracted. I anyway, told yeah, you little, it would little be. sports icon. Okay, so there's you. little pictures. Apparently they invented those last time the Olympics were at to in Tokyo in like okay. the 60s. That presumably, I wasn't paying that close of attention, but presumably so you knew what sport it was without like being able to read Japanese. Oh. Yeah, <laughs> like I assume that's why yeah so they did like a tribute to them and it was just like try to find this online also it was just these people dressed up as like those like circle head humans getting in all 50 poses of all the sports and it's like so it's so funny you have to watch it I was delighted by how it how do we search that? uh look up like olympic pictogram opening ceremony okay. everyone everyone listening go look it up now find it I loved it Again, hopefully we'll you can find it instagram it out for you yeah hopefully we can find a video of the whole thing because it was great um but yeah that was good what else has happened uh volleyball started they win um their first game i let me i don't remember who they played maybe um, nope i didn't write it down i have no idea i'm sorry um what i did get the impression of was that everyone on that team is named jordan um and, and I, I, I do, do know think they that won. Ev everybody named Jordan has at least uh, played volleyball at one point in their life. That's true. I think there are probably just a lot of Jordans in the Olympics right now because I feel like that we're in the era of like where the age of like people being named Jordan is the correct age to be an Olympian. Would you agree? Like yes. that's just like the age bracket of where exactly. we are is being named Classic. Jordan. <laughs> um. And then um, gymnastics qualifying was in the middle of the night. Um, the U.S. did, I think last I checked, they were in second place between Russia, but we can't call them Russia because Russia is technically banned from the Olympics. So it's like oh. they're going by ROC right now. That's, Russian Olympic Committee. I did Committee. not know that. Did you I not know who they were? Oh, that. sorry. My earphone fell out. That um, was ROC, yeah. is who, ROC is who our fencing girl played. Uh, that's Russia. Yeah. So oh remember, my God. So they're literally just I had like, forgotten. screw that. We're even though we've cheated, we're still going to go. 
Well, I think that the 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 penalty is like there can't be like they can't call them Russia and they can't show the the Russian flag or something. So they have to come in as like a separate committee, which there's also like a, a group of players that's like the Olympic refugee. I don't remember what they call themselves, but they're like refugees. So like they don't necessarily have a country. Oh, they they have like a, a group as well. Um, so there's like thing? a couple different situations. Uh, at least the past couple. I know this isn't the first one, but I don't know if it's always been. That's so out. cool. Stop. Um, so that exists. And then, yeah, Russia this time is going by ROC. Okay. And it used to be some other thing. But um, when you're well, confused about who ROC is. Yep. Thank you. Them. And so anyway. gymnastics, they did well. What's Simone Biles deal? What's happening? Um, the they did, they did fine. You could tell it was not their bull, their best, um, performances. They're in okay. sec there. I think they're in second place. Last I saw, there was another group to go after them. So I don't know what has happened since then. Um, but yeah, um, Simone, like she did pretty well. She like some of her landings and dismounts were not the best, but I feel like for her, she goes into them with so much like power that it's, like yeah 1 million times harder to stick those because she's like traveling at a force that's like higher than anyone else is totally. traveling um but she, she's still in first place <laughs> of course like even with mistakes she yep. still is in first place for the all arounds um one thing that we learned was only two people from each team can go to like the all arounds or go to um the individual events so even though all of them but one qualified for the all-arounds only two can go which sucks because there are two people that aren't on the team they're only there individually and i don't think they get to go to any finals now because even though they qualified for some of them because only two people can go and they weren't in the top two as far as i understand it um which like to me is dumb like i get that it's like to be fair with like um like what countries get people into finals like some people don't have like the funding or like the ability to train like for example the u.s who like we focus on athletics way too much yes, in this country yeah. <laughs> um, so like if that was the case like we would run into like always fully american teams in the all-arounds but or like close to like i mean there are like obviously russia is very good there are other teams that are very good but um it it, it does get dicey on like at what point do we like do that versus if the olympics are truly to find the best in the world yep yep do we let the best in the world go but like i do think also it's important to give other teams representation so yeah because i think part of the olympics is like competing the best of the best of the best and part of the olympics yeah. is also getting representation from each from like all over the world i think that's probably yeah. the coolest thing about the olympics is right. that like it's everybody's playing like these like sports it, that's like oh cliche like universal language whatever and it is I think it is important to like make sure that there is representation and also like for countries that don't have the the resources to go like or to to be as good I think there is like a sense of like well 
let's build that. Let's build that. Let's right. show them at the Olympics. Let's do this thing. And, and I, I also think it's worth shouting out things, teams like uh, Zambia, who are in the Olympics, who have been doing pretty freaking well. You know what I mean? Absolutely. Um, they've got that. Uh, the, this is a soccer team, and I really wanted to make a point to shout them out because Barbara Banda has been scoring like hat tricks every game against like good teams. She scored a hat trick mm -hmm. against um, Netherlands, one of the best women's soccer teams in the in the world, and um, against Japan, tied four to four. And yeah, just like it's sweet to see these. St the only they're the only African team to be in the Olympics mm -hmm. for uh, women's soccer. So it's cool to see this stuff and. Um, all we want is, is um, you know, countries to be represented and, like, build in areas where, like, players are good enough, athletes are good enough. And, like, invest that, like, in, resources yeah, like, I think that factor. there needs to be investment in those yes. other countries, maybe by, like, other countries that are so invested here, like, help help them build their sport, like... We can do that. I feel we can help other other countries mm -hmm. build their sports, especially yep. because a lot of these countries have like American players with dual citizenship or like some of the countries even have like you just have to have a grandparent that lived there, like a great grandparent that lived there to compete for them. If we're sending like athletes from here, like it's fair to then help those countries invest in sports. Yep. You know what totally. I'm trying to say? Like, yeah. And I think if anybody's go... seen the movie, um, sorry, this is sort of like a, a indie, I think not a lot of people have seen it, but the movie Bring It On, I think it's called. <laughs> um, <laughs> I did actually watch it recently, and Torrance does say it's not nationals if you don't compete against the best in the country. And so, yeah. Yeah. The, um, who are they called? The... T the Toros. But the Toros. Who, but yeah, but no, but who... Well, this is embarrassing. The, cl the Clovers? Who's the team? Clovers? Is it the Clovers? Is that I have I have not watched it recently, but if I had to guess, I would say the Clovers. I think Let that me... is right. But either uh, way... Katie, we need you. The best in the nation. They are, and they just needed the investment to get them there. Um... Yeah. And guess what? That didn't come from your San Diego rich dad. It came from the equivalent of Oprah slash Wendy Williams. Paula. Wait, Paula Paula or something? Either way, that movie's so freaking good. Okay. Um, games confirmed. to watch. Also, up, Google confirms it was the Clovers. Okay, hell yeah. Um, what did you say? I'm sorry. Games to watch coming up this week? Uh, I know we mentioned a I, couple. Or games or sports to watch. Oh, so again, softball ends on Tuesday. Um, uh, soccer knockout round that hopefully the U.S. will win and get into uh, the, or I'm sorry, soccer qualifying rounds, group rounds, and then hopefully they'll go to um, the knockouts after that if they win. But uh, the last group round is Tuesday. Um, I believe women's skateboarding starts tonight. I don't know if we'll have this up yet for you to know I'm that, try. but um, I did watch some, okay. I did watch some men's skateboarding and it it's cool to watch. Um, 
Yeah. yeah. Uh, swimming is happening. There's a lot of swimming. Um, the U.S. won the bronze in the women's relay. I know that I, again, that was when my basement was leaking. So it was very hit or miss on what I watched, uh-huh. but they did uh, Simone Manuel anchored for them. So she went more than just her um, one that she qualified for. So she did get a bronze oh. medal. Remember we were talking about how she like overtrained. Did we talk about that before? Oh, or was that just like I was telling someone about that? Familiar? The main yeah, thing she I know like about had... her is that she has the best Instagram handle in the world, which is Swimone. <laughs> I agree. <laughs> Very keep clever. going. Um, I'm trying to think of what else. Um, I assume actual like finals of gymnastics will be happening. I don't know. One thing I did learn um, is if you go daily on Peacock, so Peacock has, um, and it's the free version, they have a schedule of what's being broadcast on which NBC channels okay. because there's nine, 90,000 of them. Um, and they, they will tell you what's on when. Um, you also can watch or look up the schedule on NBCOlympics.com. It seems that you do need a cable login, which I was, I do find is kind of shady that they don't just provide the Olympics to everybody for free. Yes, I think, um, yes. I think that's ridiculous because it's supposed to be for everyone. Yep, but um, I'll write a stern letter to NBC later about it because yeah, I am and that annoyed. is and that is for anyone looking to do the same thing nbc at aol.com <laughs> nbc at aol.com nbchq at aol.com hq that's how you reach the the big the big boss <laughs> and say listen and that's where the actual peacock resides yeah and yeah. you say listen peacock <laughs> <laughs> this should be free for for all of the world to see or at least all of america since mm-hmm. that's you, you have broadcasting rights, you can make your money off your ads, but let everybody watch it for free, please. Exactly. And then the um, peacock writes back to you and goes, sorry, I'm a bird. Uh, I don't speak English. <laughs> <laughs> and that's how they get you. And that is how they get you. Yeah. Um, USA is. basketball is playing at some point. I think we should tune in for that. I know we talked about 3v3, but of course the uh, Team USA is going to be playing. Um, I don't know when. We just told you how to look it up. Look up for your self. Um, <laughs> this has become just like a full-on episode. I'm not even going to call it. Like it is. We're like tw- we're like 12 hours in. <laughs> Sorry, yeah. and that's fine. I'm actually fine with that. And you know what? If you guys do get mini episodes throughout the week, that's literally bonus for you. It's probably not going to yes. happen, just knowing our schedule. But we might have like combos of us two, or just one of us record something, just so you have the content. Because I know this is the only place you're going for a little. <laughs> <laughs> uh yeah sweet everybody watch the olympics also oh one thing that also happened that this is unrelated but i forgot to mention it in the last podcast and i think it's very poor planning on their part is athletes unlimited lacrosse started this weekend but like no way anyone is gonna watch it and it's gonna be over at the same time the olympics is over like why did you do that why didn't you plan for that i guess well i guess maybe just like do it at the exact same time i think actually i just solved it in my mind and what probably happened was there's not supposed to be olympics right now oh yeah that's there was a pandemic they had planned this (laughs) they're supposed to be a year ago yeah (laughs) i'm sure they did not just decide to play start like now just a couple months ago so um my apologies to them for just making fun of them for a second but you can watch lacrosse at some point if you'd like that's athletes unlimited yay Um, 
And on that note, um, send your best wishes to Katie McGraw. She has perished. She has uh, but perished, she but she will get them. One. She will receive them. Yeah. Yeah, she will. Um, um, and that's kdhq at AOL.com. All right. Uh, follow us on Instagram uh, at She's Good Pod. Um, follow us on Twitter at She's Good Podcast. Um, you can watch us on YouTube if you like to see our faces while we talk. And I don't know. If you're already uh, listening to this, you probably know it. how to find us via listening so that's true um thank you so much for being here with us happy july all right everybody (laughs) take care (laughs) she's good this has been a production of planet amp podcast powered by pinecast